You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. After you have children, your ideas about career can change. You may not want to return to full-time work or it may not be a choice and you have to return. So then it becomes what kind of work do you want to do? You have so many questions about how to go about this. The Bumpy Road is a service aimed at helping women through the more difficult moments of becoming and being a parent. It's run by psychologist and careers counsellor Belinda Williams and psychologist Torna Turl. Ladies, welcome to Kindling Conversation. Thanks, Thanks so much. <laughs> so... Um, I take it this is a topic you guys deal with a lot, Mm. women heading back into their working lives. Mm. What's the biggest question for them, Belinda? Why are they coming to see you? I think it it is sort of summed up by I'm just not coping. I've got these demands of life, family, partner, financial work, and I cannot seem to balance them at the moment. and, And I'm noticing shifts in me. Other people are noticing shifts in me, and I don't know what to do. So it's sort of often a point of exasperation um, and it's often a point where via career and the conversation around career is an easier access point for people to start talking about their mental health. So it's a a really common entry point that we then start to unpack what's going on from an emotional well-being perspective and I guess in the context of I'm not coping, it's looking at what is maxing out your resources, why, you know, how have you got here? and what has been your choice in in getting here and what has been out of your control as well and really exploring, I guess, the conversations around lots of different aspects that fall under this juggle um, of motherhood and career. Tona, where do you go from that? I mean, does it always end in a conversation of, well, you need to change the job you do? Because most of us who have to work and have a family, I think workplaces are so, most workplaces can be, very inflexible mm-hmm. to family life and when you talk to people who are stuck in that rut mm. of how do I I'm just exhausted all the time they've often already looked at options within their own workplace and haven't found them yeah you're right I just want to qualify we um we work with um stay-at-home mums as well um women in part-time work as well as women in um full-time work around this issue um because um it's relevant across those three scenarios. For women in work, yes, it's, it's, it's a conversation around navigating what's possible within that context. Um, and often that's met with disappointment because there is some inflexibility in which they perhaps didn't navigate or think about beforehand. So it's not just about saying, well, throw the towel in and change jobs because that's not feasible in most Um, circumstances. So it's about having that conversation about what's important, reconsidering values and whether what they're engaged in is consistent with that. And if it is or isn't, how do we work with that? We don't necessarily find any any people throwing the towel in but it's it's helping them navigate really slowly away from whatever they're in if that's what they want to do but sometimes these conversations end up with um, making decisions to stick with what they're doing but just reorienting um, themselves elsewhere in life domains or personal domains or re-engaging with parts of their pre-baby lives which might not which might be outside the, of the work context You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Belinda Williams, who's a psychologist and careers counsellor, and Torna Turl, who's a psychologist at the Bumpy Road. They look after, well, they 
look after lots of different people, but mainly women who are trying to make this parenting work, life, just life in general thing work. Um, Belinda, when we were talking about um, work and career, how much of that unpacking how it's going mm. has to do with the relationship with their partner mm. and what their partner is doing in that whole juggle? It really varies depending on, on the, the situation, but um, certainly a conversation around who's in that support team um, within that family unit is often quite fundamental. And there's, you know, we're still in a society where men are paid higher on average. Um, so if you're in a heterosexual relationship, sometimes we fall into the, the, the habit of you know, man is assumed to be breadwinner or assumed to continue on at work and the woman has taken time away from her career um, and therefore then tries to re-engage on a part-time basis. So sometimes it's disrupt- disrupting some of those assumptions that have been made and looking at different optionality within that support team. So, you know, is it you're getting, um, you know, experiencing difficulty because your child's been so sick and you've been the one to take time off all the time. You know, is there optionality of you taking the first half of the day, your partner taking the second half of the day? Is there optionality for um, them to take a little bit of a break while you reorient into the workforce so that you're not dealing with, you know, the mayhem of some daycare arrangements as well as, um, yeah, I guess, the return to work and the, the ramping up of projects and responsibilities there? Um, is it that financially um, for a period you are sort of treading water and buying in more support while you get used to it because it's a seismic shift from being at home with a baby or children you know, back into sort of juggling and for some people it's liberating they're thinking oh great you know different context new environment I get to get dressed up I get to catch the ferry bus train and it can be you know something that's very enhancing um, whilst also adding stress at the same time it's about looking at what role is work playing for you you know is it a choice or it's not, is it something that you sort of have to do in that specific context um but I think having a conversation around the partner's involvement, the partner's contribution, the partner's flexibility, in addition to the woman, because ultimately um, there are two people that can have responsibility for the family life as well. And we need to make sure that there's not some assumptions that have been sort of operating that aren't actually um, validating and, and, and supporting you know, the balance that, that has sort of um, landed Tona, how much do you talk about mother guilt in your sessions? (laughs) Not just in sessions, but more generally. Look, guilt is, it's a challenging thing to talk about. Belinda and I talk about, um, or maybe I shouldn't say, we talk about appropriate guilt and inappropriate guilt. So sorting through that to clarify um, emotion and... So mother guilt is probably, what, 99% inappropriate guilt <laughs> from my experience? Mm. I would say so, yeah. Because yeah. mm. that, that thing, I never knew about mother guilt mm. until friends of mine had kids and I didn't have kids and they were talking about going back to work or maybe it was when my baby was young and I remember distinctly, I remember my friend Alicia saying about going back to work and she said oh yeah but the mother guilt it never ends and I was Mm. like what's this mother guilt Mm. stuff and it was a completely foreign concept Mm. but as soon as I went back into the workforce Mm. or Mm. even before I went back into the workforce when Mm. I went to the shops on my own for the first time I was like oh there it is Mm. so yeah it's um it's big and it grows with time sometimes if you don't um open up about it um but I think I think having a chat um, around what's feeding the guilt 
Um, so sometimes it's expectation, sometimes it's the mean voice in our head, um, which may be coming from family of origin conversations with our own parents or grandparents. Social media, mm. looking at other mums that <sighs> yeah, aren't going to how work. Come they, and yeah, have it kind of... Together. Yeah, mm. they, yeah. so it's a, it's a big one. Mm. Belinda, what are your thoughts yeah, on motherhood? I think, oh, I think like any other emotion, it, it very easily is just there and we believe it and, and that's all we see. So as Tawna was saying, it can help to look at it with a little bit sort of a one step away perspective and ask questions around, you know, what is the origin of this? Why am I feeling this way? You know, is it you know, something internally? Is it the expectations that I'm hearing around me? Is it Instagram stuff that I'm seeing? Because the more perspective on it, the more you can recognise that it is not inherent in the situation. Do you know what I mean? So when you were looking at your friend um, and they were talking about going back to work and you're saying, well, it's perfectly, possibly saying it's perfectly reasonable for you to want to or need to work and your child, you know, you've got some appropriate care arrangements there. So you're looking at it from a more objective and perspective-taking perspective or position. And But that's very hard to do when it's, it's the emotion that is yours. So, you know, exploring it and finding, I guess, a modality to look at it in different ways curiously to sort of understand mm. if you're attaching to that very strongly and maybe in not as always in a, in a necessary, it doesn't necessarily have to be the only way you look at this situation, can be very helpful. Um, but I think underlying, you know, we've all got a, a limited amount of capacity and we sure would love to cut ourselves into a million pieces and be everywhere at once, excelling in work or excelling fully at home or at the kids school or whatever it may be but it's just not possible so we're always going to feel a strain on our resources and a guilt for not being able to kind of be everywhere that we want so I think in addition to exploring guilt and understanding it I think we do a lot of work with women on just accepting I guess that limitation in capacity and understanding therefore what they're going to prioritize and I think that comes to what Tawna was talking to about before is values and what's most important because if you can connect with that compass for yourself and prioritize accordingly then you can at least feel as aligned as possible within the constraints that we have as as sort of human physical beings with 24 hours a day seven days a week if you but the mother's guilt thing um i know we're talking about it within the context of working but it, it pops up as you know and have mentioned um all through the parenting journey um countless women i work with Talk about guilt around anger um, or new feelings of resentment in a relationship or even in a relationship with a child. And that's where we cue mindfulness, being mindful in those moments and looking at each moment with beginner's eyes and giving ourselves permission to let go, which is part of that acceptance piece that Belinda was talking about before. It's a lovely point to end on, something I can aspire to. (laughs) Ladies, thank you so much for coming in. Not a problem. That psychologist and careers counsellor Belinda Williams and psychologist Torna Turl from the Bumpy Road will have links to their website up later this afternoon. Just head to kindling.com.au. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.